read all the stories about BYU sports no one else has heard. Go to kslsports.com for exclusive columns by BYU insider Mitch Harper. That's kslsports.com. Welcome back. It is first and 12. Happy Sunday to you. Day after a big win for BYU, 38-31 in Arkansas at Fayetteville. That's where uh, Mitch Harper is right now. I'm Alex Curie. We are back in Salt Lake right here. Uh, and every week you can hear first and 12. We're breaking down everything for you across the conference. And it's just been so much fun. Mitch, uh, we're only three weeks into this thing, and it just is it's tons of fun for us to be able to jump into the day after the game, and not just the day after the game, but the day after the full conference slate. All brought to you by Macy's Grocery Stores. Macy's, get the freshest fruits and vegetables from local farms and your favorite local brands. Macy's, happy shopping. Our big, ra- our big sound, big 12 sound roundup. Did I get it all? Let's hit it, and let's start to listen to some of the biggest sound from the conference this weekend. Big 12 Sound Roundup. Check one, two. The best bites, cheap shots, and excuses from Saturday's post-game news conferences. Let's start with the first conference game. TCU in Houston. Horn Frogs get it done in, in Houston. In, in, what is it? Still, is it still Clutch City? Is still <laughs> H-Town? What's Paul Wall calling it these days? You can't. Hey, look, you can't, you can't do cross sports. You Rob the jewelry do- store and tell him, make, a, make me a grill. <laughs> I just love the idea that like Houston comes in, and and and, uh, and Dana Holgerson's got a lot of answering to do already. I don't know how long you get when you're brand new in a conference. I don't know how long you give a guy because you know it's big conference, power football. But Dana Holgerson, that's a big contract that's hung around the neck of Houston. Uh, Chandler Morris, the quarterback for TCU, coming in, getting the win. They get a good, a nice little uh, twenty-one point victory there in, uh, or a nineteen-point victory there in. Houston, here's what Chandler Morris had to say after the game about uh, that game against the Cougs. Obviously, we got to protect the football. Uh, I got to do a better job, but I mean, it's not going to be pretty road, whoever you're playing. Um, and then obviously, it's a first conference game for them. So, I mean, it's a, it's a big game. It's probably their biggest game in their entire program. So, I mean, that was uh, something coming in, and we just wanted to be the more excited team coming here. Um, and I, I thought we did some really good things offensively, um, but we got to clean it up, and we got a chance to be really good. I love it. I love Biggest it. game ever against TCU? You know, this is probably, you know, uh, kudos to them. Playing us is probably their biggest thing that's ever <laughs> happened to them. He's like, dude, uh, Chandler, settle down, kid. Like, this is the, this is, this is, doesn't even crack the top 10 of best TCU teams that we've ever seen. So, like, I don't know, coming in and getting a win over Houston, you know, they probably, this is the biggest program win for the, or program game for them. And, you know, for us to hand it to them is, uh, I just thought that was kind of a funny rollout from Chandler Morris after after they go now they're two and one on the season. Yeah, it's, it's if they would be different if maybe they were you know top five you know top ten team I, maybe I could entertain that thought but no you you've everybody already got a loss everybody trying to go full Coach Prime here now it's a big game for them they, this is the biggest game they've ever had hey, playing us I like it though hey mm-hmm. you know keep hyping us up and we'll be throwing down that sound here in the sound roundup so keep giving <laughs> us these gems every single week please. Everyone, uh, Kansas State, Missouri, the the Wildcats, they fall to Mizzou in a in a heartbreaking loss. That was that was a tough one for Kansas State, who I thought, like Texas, was kind of pulling away as one of the favorites in this league. Yeah, and I'm kind of I'm I'm bummed for them just because I thought that maybe they'd be the ones that would kind of surpass Texas on that. And you know, I think that I I think eventually Kansas State will do what. They did last year, kind of just kind of sort of hang back. People don't give them credit anyway, and it's because of games like that. I think they were a little bit of a bummer, but the biggest bummer 
all day yesterday, and I was just couldn't wait. When I was finding this sound last night, Mitch, I was like, I can't wait for Mitch to hear this because Mike Gundy, now I thought maybe he would just be like, no, I'm not even going to talk to anybody, but he had to kind of, you know, answer to everybody after the game. This is Mike Gundy after their loss to South Alabama, 33-7 to at home. First off, I I tell you, we had, a he, we had a heck of a crowd out there. We came jogging out to start the game, and I mean a packed house. And uh, I, I feel I feel bad for our fans, um, the way that we coached and played. Um, and uh, I, I apologize to them. Great crowd, great atmosphere, and um, we didn't do a very good job of coaching, and uh, certainly didn't do a very good job of executing. And true, I mean I'm looking at the sheet here just to double check, but. So we lost a turnover battle. Um, we, we had way too many penalties. And um, we couldn't rush the ball. If you take away the quarterback's draws, we didn't rush the ball well enough to, to amount to anything. Um, but we've got to do a better job of protecting the quarterbacks and giving those guys a chance to function. Mitch, you can't take away a quarterback's draws, okay? That's just going to embarrass him. And... I, he took a – tell me if I'm wrong. He took a page out of the Kalani Satake uh, coach uh, post game. Just feel bad for our fans, you know, came out. You know, but when, when there's a loss like that and he immediately starts apologizing to the fans who came out, uh, that's a bad look for Mike Gundy. That's a guy who's got a ton of pride. And, frankly, uh, the last thing they need is that kind of heat in Stillwater because they are looking not very good so far this year. They've never had a losing season under Gundy, but – Man, when you have a game where you get wrecked by South Alabama, this <laughs> might be the year where it happens. And, the, you know, their Power 5 win was against ASU. We'll get to them, I'm sure, next in the four-corner roundup. But they didn't look good again. Uh, so the, the the body of work so far for Oklahoma State has not been pretty. And they still don't have a quarterback. And that's usually always Mike Gundy's bread and butter where he adjusts to the strengths of a QB that he has. And, you know, losing Spencer Sanders, who – is just riding the pine at Ole Miss as the backup to Jackson Dart. That's, that can't be sitting well right now. And there was a lot of questions about the culture of, of Oklahoma State's locker room and that program and the mass exodus. And it, 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 it ramps up that conversation when you have terrible losses like this one. Uh, props to the Backyard Brawl W for the folks at West Virginia. Uh, the Mountaineers get the win at home. This is Neil Brown in the post game talking about how big of a deal the crowd was and just kind of overall the atmosphere there. But there he's like, hey, but don't forget, though, we still have other games. Will you please come out to other ones? You know, we had some bad things happen to, happen to us in that football game. You know, you lose your, your starting quarterback who's really not only your starting quarterback, but he's really kind of the – the, the heart and soul of the football team. He's, he's the, the high-energy guy. He's the, the leader. He's got um, – you know, he's a guy that's easy to follow, and he goes down on the second drive. Um, and playing at home in that type of atmosphere, I really thought especially our defensive players fed off that. Um, and so I want to I credit the, the crowd. And we play, we play a game next week too. And so uh, we'd love it for all come back and make it really hard on, on those guys from West Texas. Um, but a huge win, huge win. I thought it was a team win. Um, they call it the brawl for a reason. You know, and that wasn't a thing of beauty. That's, that wasn't like a classic. Uh, they're not going to talk about the, the beauty of that game for, for a long time. But regardless of what it, what it was, it was a win for West Virginia. I really hope, Alex, that Brett Yormark eventually tells these Big 12 teams, hey, make your non-conference rivals a priority in scheduling. Make it happen. We'll be flexible because the backyard brawl needs to continue to happen. West Virginia Pitt, that's a great rivalry and a great win 
for West Virginia. we got to take another timeout. This show, First and 12, brought to you by Macy's Grocery Store. Get the freshest fruits and vegetables from local farms and your favorite local brands. Macy's, happy shopping. Four Corners check-in. What's going on with the Utes, the Buffs, Coach Prime, Arizona and Arizona State? We'll talk about that next here on First and 12. Mitch Harper, Alex Carey here on KSL News Radio and KSL Sports Zone.